You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Mad Men After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Mad Men After Show. Mad Men, Mad Men, Mad Men. Mad Men, Mad Mad Men. Oh, 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 oh. Bing is for doing, and we are once again doing the Mad Men after show. I'm Joe Braswell. I'm here with all of my, all, the full complement of hosts. Did you today. miss me? Did you we miss did. me? We Aww. so did, Catherine. Thank you. Uh, nice we, to be missed. Well, that, that's the voice of, of, of lovely Catherine, Catherine Tulich. Hello. Yes, I've been away. Uh, <laughs> but London? London and uh, London for Star Trek, and then last week New Orleans for Now You See Me film. Oh, oh sweet, magic. Yeah. very nice. You see me, yeah, yeah. And uh, as always, uh, with my good friend Joe Sanfilippo. Hey, everybody. And as always, with my good friend Matt Lieberman. What's up, everybody? So yes. excited. And 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 then today we have Marissa Serafini. Hello, everyone. Ooh, hi. Hi, Marissa. Hi. But we will be joined by uh, Spill. By Spill. By Spill. Phil. <laughs> Spill. <laughs> Bill will be in later to actually do the, the Mike August catches, catches of the Week, and he will have an announcement, a very special announcement. Ooh. Big announcement. Big, gigantic announcement. But first, we're going to get into this episode uh, aptly titled The Crash, Episode 8, which is a great title for a fantastic episode. Um, just, I, I want some applause for this episode. Can we just, can we just, just, oh, oh. It's it's, it's as good. I mean, these last three episodes we've talked about, last two, they were fantastic. This one was was great. Uh, But before we get started, I just have one quick question for you. Are we Negroes? (laughs) (laughs) I know I I am. Are you my grandfather? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no. So that that is just one of the many little gems in in a great episode. So, uh, you know, let's, let's try our best to unpack this this gem of an episode Because it's here. very dense. Very, very dense. I Cor- like the way I didn't know what was going on. Who was real, who wasn't real. Right, it was well, it, was, it, was, it, it, moved, it moved rather quickly yeah. for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matthew Weiner scripted, and it was kind of like a kind of a fever dream. Once everybody took uh, those uh, special vitamin shots. Oh, yeah. Oh, that vitamin B, wasn't the, it? Right? Jim Cutler's B? doctor. Yeah. We, we, we actually, we, we may need Jim Cutler's doctor to fix us up, too. <laughs> Seriously? I don't know if I want to get up. fixed up like that. <laughs> well, there's so much to get through this episode. We may need to get fixed up. Oh, good He'll God. He'll fix you right up. I'm just wondering if the caffeine was flying on the set that day, just because just, just the way they had to get that into great it all. moment where uh, where Jim Cutler and Stan yeah. were racing around the office. Yeah, I, I love how Cutler, the boss, is yeah. immediately racing. Right, Stan. Yeah. <laughs> That's already a tone setter. You're already like, uh oh. I know. I just want to talk to the actors oh. and go, "How much fun was it doing this yeah. episode?" Yeah. I mean, yeah. this was just 
Yeah. Cutler, who we're like, we're still getting to know. He's mm. way nuttier than Sterling. When we met mm. him, we thought, okay, this is this is the Sterling counterpart. But he's a very different kind of he, guy. He keeps his nutty right below the surface. Like right. he's like yeah. really calm on the outside. Like that scene where you say, "Hey, Peggy, come here, take a look." Oh, look, they're ah. banging. Like, <laughs> ha, ha, look at them. They're doing it. Look at them. Yeah. Check them out. Yeah. It's, it's my, right my, below the surface. What are you looking yeah. at, Peggy? Yeah. Stan's oh, banging crazy. my dead friend's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Isn't something? That cool? Right? May or she may not be 15. underage. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, oh. I, just, I, just, I, I do agree, but I think that to a certain degree, um, they, they, are, they are mirror images, but I think that just Sterling is a little bit, he's sort of from the 50s and early 60s, whereas I think... Uh, you know, uh, Cutler has more of a '60s kind of a vibe. To yeah, I mean they're the same age, but I think clearly Cutler is more adapted yeah, to the '60s. Cutler's you know, you know who would really relate to Cutler is Robert Morse because he was mm-hmm. crazy on drugs <laughs> in real life. So yes. I have a feeling he'd be like he'd be like really interested in this character for sure. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's get well let's, a little bit. Just the, the obvious the obvious thing at the, the top is that you know um, we have we have this big account here. And we have yes. Chevy, which is kicking their ass to no end. Literally mm-hmm. kicking Ken. Cutler grows ass. Oh like, my god! Like that opening scene, I thought it was a dream. Yeah, like wow. these guys are maniacs. Well, here's the thing: Some like Detroit guys. Every every <laughs> single thread this week, like, was rich with tension, and that crash at the top, I think, set it up. Sure. Oh yeah, because we didn't know what happened to Ken. We learned quickly thereafter that he was fine. He had you know a leg injury. Um, which apparently was undone by these, uh, whatever they took. He rocked the time step like oh it was God. his job. What a right. brilliant dancing so he's, performance. He's a great dancer. Who talked yeah. to do that? My mother. No. A girlfriend. girlfriend. Right. And he's out. <laughs> well, I love that, that Don, Don yeah. after watching that thing, his only response is, who taught you to do that? It wasn't like... <laughs> but like, they must have had to know that he could tap. Well, the, I'm sure they that he Matthew Weiner has known it for years yeah. and wrote it in. Yeah, absolutely. Was looking for a spot to put it in there. So we have so we have Chevy kicking their ass, and the, the, the title's literal, obviously, because it's literal, and it starts with a crash, and it ends with a crash, right? So it starts with a crash of, of the literal crash with Cosgrove, and then it starts it ends with a another literal crash with Don coming down and crashing to the floor, which is very yeah. very very cool, and it's it's a little little, little literal, but it's still very very cool. I, I was gonna say I've never been I've never hoped someone would go down so badly. Yeah, I was just like, please pass out before you ruin everything. Yes. Well, this is the thing. I mean, you know, we create we creatives are known and 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 not not only in the '60s but still to this day, creatives are sort of known for uh, how shall we say this uh, using stimulants to what? enhance their creativity. What? What, what are you talking yeah. about, Joe? I you know this is what I hear. Joe, uh, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> but whether whether it's the ad guys or or, or writers, or, or writers, what's, what's in the whether it's exactly whether whether it's you know, uh, God forbid, you know, some sort of you know, ca- caffeine or or other or other. Yes, caffeine. Caffeine <laughs> is the drug of choice. Yes. So back, so back, so yes. Yeah, so this is this so is all you kids new. out in America. It's only caffeine here in California. That's all we ever That's do. That's right. And so it's nothing new here, but. It is interesting. So you know, it, it, it's interesting to see the effect that it has on each person as far as, as their their senses are heightened. You know, well, I don't think I was going to say what was new back then was that they actually did think it was helping sure. them. They yeah. didn't realize what speed was back then. Oh, yeah, I mean, no. they literally did let doctors give you diet pills, speed, sure. thinking that it was actually helping you. Yeah. So that that is the difference. I mean, we know now right, what it course. does to you, but they um, didn't then. It's, 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 yeah. it's a special mix of some B vitamins. And yeah, doctors well, were gods. A propi- them, yeah. proprietary. A Proprietary yeah. mix. Vitamin mix. Uh, I, I want to tell you the history of this later on when we get into this. Well, I, I, want to, I, well, want to, I just want to say the, yeah. the one, the, it was interesting to see everyone's reaction to the, the being heightened, but what you didn't want to see or didn't need to see was 
uh, Draper, like dra- dra- a heightened Don Draper, was no good. like wow. I mean, it was it was unlike you know he it was super Don, like he's hitting on women in high speed, you know he he's he's giving inspirational speeches in high, in high well, speed, I mean- he's making horrible decisions in high speed, <laughs> like it's like every it's like Don like times ten. That, that's amphetamines, like, right? Yeah, make bad decisions faster. It, it's like yeah. six seasons of Don compressed into one afternoon, <laughs> one weekend of of but, amphetamines. But also his control was gone, right? That was the big. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. He really was actually really in touch with his emotions, which was a scary thing yeah. at this point. That's what I thought. That's what the drugs did to him as well. There exactly. was no guard. There was no guard. Well, there. it's it's coming into yeah. it like uh, uh, when you when you take something like that, you know, it's it's all about how you come into it. What's mm. your frame of mind? So everything, even though he didn't realize it, was colored by that last conversation he had with Sylvia. Um, which, like, you know, he was just kind of pathetic mm. a yeah. little bit. Still, like, you know, it goes back to that ep- uh, the second episode of the season when she when she said, "Don't fall in, let, we shouldn't fall right. in love." Right. Um, what she said about trust was great. Like, yeah. you have to be able to yeah. trust the person you're having an affair with. They got to have as much to lose as you do. And now I'm wondering why the hell I ever trusted you. And, like, and when it's over, you've just got to right. still be able yeah. to trust yeah. this keep, person. Keep That's our what, secret yeah, here. Yeah. 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 Well, little does she know that Don yeah. was Don's not stable. No, Don, Don is BF crazy. On yeah, some level. He, he's very crazy. But, and go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying, I've never seen him this vulnerable well, around a woman. It's he's, a, yeah. Wow. He's <laughs> crashing. Man, I, I think I really? mentioned this a couple of episodes back, but yeah. I, I, it's really evident now. Like Don, mm. this is a full blown midlife crisis, mm. like full blown crash for Don. I mean, the crash. Yeah. This is. I mean, this was a breakdown. Like we, I, we witnessed. A well, he's breakdown. gone down this road before. He did. He went down this road before he left. Before he and Betty split up, and he went, you know, down a similar way. He gets. What he gets self destructive. He gets self destructive. Right. I mean, it's it's on a whole other level. This feels. I don't know. I don't know, Matt. This feels different for me. It's it's a bit more intense and it's more close to home. He's. He. I think he's more trapped than he's ever been before. Right. You know, because he can't. He can't just leave this wife too, and Megan isn't like pushing him to reveal anything. You know, Betty was suspicious. Betty was in his face. Mm. There was constant conflict. Megan, you know, he's kind of lost her to the world because she's owned by everyone that sees her on TV. You know, the company, he's starting to lose his grip there, and Chevy has them in a stranglehold. Like, when he saw that calendar of dates leading up through 1970, up through, you know, the proposed end of the show, Mm. you know, that kind of like I, I know must have struck a chord. Right. I think what you said about Megan being owned by everybody is I think it's it's huge, I think, to his psychology. Yeah. Because and Sylvia gave him power. Like with Sylvia, he had his own secret. He had his own thing happening mm-hmm. that was separate from Megan, who's obviously, you know, being she's bigger than, than than she was at the beginning of their relationship and she's she's got more going on and, and she's got these scenes, you know, she's she made out with a guy on public t- on, on television. That's humiliating on some level to him. Sure. And so he's got Sylvie in his back pocket, and, and that's gone. And he, he milked it last week for all it was worth. And he was going to totally dominate this relationship, and he was going to be on his terms for his pleasure, blah, blah, blah. Now mm-hmm. she's totally out. That power's gone. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting, especially juxtaposed against the flashbacks that we got this week. Sure. Revealing more of his history. And I think 
uh, two key scenes that forever altered his ability to relate to women. Which, which we yes. definitely get into um, later on. Yeah, I want to, um, and, 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 I, and, I, and I will tease what I want to talk about as well, which is, I've had it with Don Draper, by the way. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm off the Don Draper. I'm off Don's the man. I'm off the Don's the man. Last couple like, weeks been pretty rough. Mm-hmm. I'm just you know I mean I it, it, it's well I'll t- I'll get to that later. But I do want to thank first of all everyone for listening and downloading us on iTunes. We really really all as always appreciate um, you know you 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 listening to us, downloading us, uh, rating us, good and bad. Um, we need we we love the feedback. Uh, we love the threes, fours, and we love the fives. We, we, most we, of we all. love the fives. <laughs> we do. So please continue to do that. We listen to everything you say, even the people who say that I can't talk. Really? <laughs> what? Oh, someone what? said I, I get stuck on words, and but I do, and that's fine. But I appreciate that too. So please, uh, we're, 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 we're. I don't uh, appreciate that, huh? I said I don't appreciate well, that, but right. I'm glad that you do. Right. Well, You're well, a bigger man than me. I, I am physically, 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 yeah, yeah. and 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 mentally. <laughs> Sadly, it's true. Uh, so let's jump in. But thank you for listening to iTunes and watching us on YouTube. Hello, if you're on YouTube, hello. And uh, and you can stream us live on all, all, all your devices still um, on your iPads and your i iPhones and your i whatever what yeah. you call it the, the things I, that I don't mobile have. Androids. devices Androids yes, yes indeed I don't have all of your mobile See, there devices there I go again not able to Damn spit it, it out yeah. so uh, let's jump right into this so Joe Sanfilippo what, what, what are we going to talk about I, I jumped wanna, out at you I want to talk about the methamphetamines here and well the yeah. amphetamines because they weren't methamphetamines at the time they Jeez. were these were amphetamines right um, proprietary and, and, proprietary blends well this is what's <laughs> interesting to me I asked my father this many many years ago because my father's eighty four tomorrow happy birthday dad happy birthday happy birthday dad and shout out to Sal and so you hear these stories about these guys you know in, in the 60s you know start drinking at five o'clock in the afternoon drink through till four or five in the morning never stop the party and they didn't drink like let's have a couple beers I mean they started with hard with hard whiskey they hard or, or hard hard booze and they went all night and I had at one point I found like, hey, what the hell man we can't do this I can't party like that how did you guys do how that? do you function and he goes he just doesn't even bat an eyelash he goes amphetamines were legal Mm-hmm. I said, uh, no shit. He said, yeah, I guess my dad's doctor was the last guy in California prescribing amphetamines. Yeah. Here's the way this worked. In 1887, this is an interesting history because I think it's it's interesting to find out just how many people in our pop culture and our actual history were hooked on amphetamines oh, yeah. and how many decisions we still live with today were based on <laughs> drug hazes. Right. So first synthesized 1887 by a German doctor. They found that it opens up your bronchial tubes, opens up your nasal passages, very good for all this good stuff, um, and improves your blood flow and increases your heart rate, yada, 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 all clearly, in case we didn't figure that out from the show. Um, 1965, everything became illegal. They were over the counter until 65. They were illegal unless you had a doctor's prescription. Mm-hmm. Thus, the proprietary blend Doctor. shot in everyone's ass. So, in 1970, Controlled Substances Act severely restricts the legal production of injectable methamphetamines. Not really. In 1971, there were 31 amphetamine preparations being distributed by 15 pharmaceutical companies. Legal production was over 12 billion pills a year. So Jesus. That is wow. the extent of the amphetamines that were being given to our parents and grandparents. Right. And that's after the limitations. I mean, yeah. That's after the limitations. So just to give you an idea of how many people were on it. And uh, so this stuff that happened in the office was by no means uh, the only... This was no. common. Sure. Exactly. And the here's a list yeah. of some interesting people mm. that had amphetamine addiction. John F. Kennedy. And Jackie. And Jackie. Adolf Hitler. Ted Haggard. Charlie Parker. Lenny Bruce. Judy Garland. Johnny Cash. Elvis Presley. 
Lots. I mean, and the list goes on for Your days dad. and right. days. And apparently, my father. Uh, and let's no. not forget, uh, women were pre- were given this regularly as a diet pill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, even young girls were of Sally as age. Yeah. Would have been, gone to a doctor if she was a little bit overweight in those years, and they would have given a fourteen-year-old girl speed wow. to help them lose weight. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. So just to give you an idea of how this yeah. is very, very widespread, very, very common. And mm. and uh, and so no one thought they were doing anything wrong. These were yeah. prescribed by doctors. Well, and, and so, so Jim Cutler, you know, Jim Cutler's got his guys. Nutty but, you Jim know. Cutler, man. Yeah. He's, you know, Cutler, Cutler was just trying to, you know, I mean, this is uh, a, a difference between sort of what goes on at CGC versus mm. Sterling Group and Draper <laughs> Price. Like what their creatives are doing. You know, like you have a big project on the line. Call my guy. Yeah. Call you. the doctor. Mm. fix you right you, up. Yeah. I, you, you really need to go upstairs and see my guy. You really yeah. need to just go ahead and take care of that. Yeah. So what do you? Yeah. What, so what else? You Cutler's do? just one sec. Just Cutler's all over the place. The way he like Shaw calls Don into his office at the end of the episode, and Cutler just slides right in. And he's like, "Hey guys," and it's just suddenly his meeting. <laughs> he's he's, he's just a, a crazy nutty everywhere guy. He lurks and he runs like he ran, like yeah. watching yeah. him run up. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of what Harry Hamlin's doing with that. I think he's got a terrific handle on the character. He's creating something mm. really fun to good watch. Good to see him uh, in a good role again, yeah, actually. Yeah, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's great. Um, I just, I, I thought that was, I, I thought the history of Amphetamines was interesting. It's germane to what, what's going on in this episode. So there was no, there was no sense uh, among the businessmen of the time that this, that they were throwing a pot party or that mm. they we were going to all sit right. down and do peyote together. Yeah. That was not the thought. It was that we're going to get production up. Here's how we do it. We get the they're only vitamins. This is good stuff. Everything's going to be fine. No one was thinking they're throwing a crazy. You know, yeah. a, a, no one's going to be tripping their ass off. That was not the perception. Well, talk to me about how it affected these guys in this episode. I, I, the historical perspective is yeah. fantastic. But talk to me about what happened to the to our guys on. Well, everybody, we, we just talked about it. Everybody went into Super Them. Whoever right. they are, they went into Super Them. We said we got Super Don. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> Super Don Was it awesome? I'm not sure. Awesome. So, my question is Enjoyable. Quickly, How about that? Peggy didn't take it, though, did she? No. 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 Interesting. No. Yeah. Peggy, just the guys. Nor, nor, just the nor guys. did um, um, Ginsburg. Ginsburg did not take yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but, but Peggy drank, according mm. to Ginsburg. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was the only one who was sober in the entire office. He's not a maniac. But he still stabbed Stan with a pen. That was pretty... Right. Sure, he was on something. <laughs> no, he's just well. He's just, Ginsburg's right. just nutty Ginsburg, himself. Yeah. He's just neurotic. Right. But you know, he even he wouldn't have come up with this Apple Imagine shenanigans. Ginsburg on speed. Ginsburg yeah. on speed would literally explode. Right, neuroses <laughs> at yeah. light speed. Yeah. He would have flown out the window and kept <laughs> flying. I do like the idea that they kind yeah. of hinted at, at, a, at a hinted at a dynamic there, which is you know, Chaw was out of town. You know, Chaw was yeah. gone. Mm. So it's almost like. The lunatics were you know, left we're running the asylum. asylum. Yeah. So I mean, you know, we know. So we see, you know, Cutler when Shaw leaves. Cutler's like, "Oh, is he gone? Let's call my guy." When <laughs> Shaw's away, Cutler yeah. comes out to play. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, uh, let, let me ask you guys a question: Does it seem to anybody else like Don is kind of taking a step back until the end of, for the last couple of episodes from his job as oh, for a while as now. like yeah. as boss. <laughs> Well, he's I, been doing that I, since you know, last season. Created, but but I, <laughs> yeah. I really felt last few episodes very much a step back, and then he came back and he took it back at the end of this episode. But um, he's conflicted, uh, I think. You know, it, well, we've seen I like he's deferring to Ted a little bit on some on some level, like he's letting Ted be the adult. Yeah. I think that he's been distracted. I mean, I, I think that Don still wants to be Don. We saw that in the initial conference room scene. There was a power struggle. Everyone had their junk on the table. It was a 
it's a power struggle, but I think that the reality is Don's distracted with Sylvia. He's off. This is he's actually maybe subconsciously on some level thankful that Ted Cha's there to, to guide the ship because he's off in Sylvia land. Well, know? I mean, he's been off since the beginning of season five. He cut. He he comes to the table when when it's convenient for him, and right now it's inconvenient. It's inconvenient, especially when he's hamstrung by this Chevy schedule that just bores him to tears. Because yeah. everything that they bring, they bring him, or, the, or that he brings them, they don't like. He can't get in to find out why. Yeah. So it's an unsolvable problem, and he doesn't care. And you see the division mm-hmm. between in the room. You see the division between guy the, the guys like Cutler who are like, well, there's and, and the Serling who are like, yeah, well, they're billing, we're billing them. Yeah. The money's coming in the yeah, they're, who are they're like, paying. Yeah, but we're working our ass off. We're we're just expending all of our creative capital, all of our creative energy. For nothing, like this is so like, it's like sort of selling your soul for a car. Too, yeah, isn't it? That I mean, whole kind of idea that car. Yeah, what do you do just because it's a car? Yeah, you know? and he says that, doesn't he? At the, the end, end yeah, about, that, you know, that, that place line. turns into a whorehouse. Well, look what they had to do last time with you know with um, Christina Hendricks' character. Well, yeah, is, with yeah. Joan. This Joan. is that 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 that's the, uh, mm. the 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 statement of the episode, which mm. uh, which Matt and I were just. Like, trying to we unpack, like, <laughs> because with all the with all the whorehouse flashbacks that we right. have, mm-hmm. you know, with that, I mean, it, we review, we recap the episode right after we see it. We see it once, yeah. okay. Right. I feel like I could watch that episode ten oh. times sure. and still be trying to piece together like all of the possible meanings behind that word. Right. You know, we we. I mean, we're going to talk more about the flashbacks in a bit, and I think we can come back to that topic sure. then. Um, but it's very dense. Um, the, la- the last thing I want to say on on the whole on the on the on the doctor and the and the drugs and the whole experience was, you know, everyone's, everyone's experience was different. But the um, the the end result though was Cha sort of saying, I'm glad that they sort of did a after school special kind of ending. Like, right, this didn't work out. The work sucks, and mm. they spelled Chevy wrong. We <laughs> can't do drugs. Slam. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm very glad that it didn't win. Like, this is the most brilliant work we've all come up with. So that was kind of. Although, in fairness, I think we can all extrapolate that we grew up on many commercials that were sure. probably put together Written to speed, speed. De- <laughs> induced haze. I, I would like to. The only thing that the only thing I would like to touch on that that did that does fit in that whole office drug induced thing is. Good old, uh, you know, poor uh, what's his name's daughter floating around the hippie. Frank's daughter Wendy. Wendy Frank yeah. Gleason's daughter Frank, Wendy Gleason. I thought she was a figment of everyone's imagination at first because yeah. I was like, going, "Who Wendy is Gleason, this girl?" Wendy Gleason. Problematic that Wendy yeah. Gleason. Frank Gleason dies and his daughter goes and starts plowing creatives in the office. Well, yeah. for, well, first of all, the, the the daughter we the daughter's the hippie. It's free love time. Mm. Don't don't judge the daughter. And Gleason I, says I'm this is a lot better. Sad. Okay, well, I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. he's, he, and she's grieving. Lord yeah. knows what she's been going through. But she's a hippie. She comes to the office. She loves God. But she's got a bunch of, like, you know, cracked out. Bunch of cracked out creatives, you know. And she's, I don't know. She's holding them all, uh, uh, you know, just like a gog at this, at the I Ching that she's throwing. Mm. Yeah. You know, she, like... And and Cutler said towards the end of the episode, it's a bit better that she's here than she's off running around in Greenwich Village. Like yeah, she exactly. wanted, yeah, yeah. Listen, you, know. you can watch her here, literally, Cutler. Right. So you know, <laughs> she only creepy. you creeper. Hey, she only banged one man in a post father dying. Hey, you know what? Yeah. In fairness, though, she did have her eyes on Don. We don't know what happened yeah. in, in some of the time. That's that he dropped. true. We didn't actually see it because his his whole weekend was compressed. So it's entirely possible that they did make love yep. in the span of that conversation, and we and didn't see know. it. Well, because in that well, in that hallway, he went down that hallway, had an epiphany, lost a day, turned around, and went, 
hey, what about the soup campaign? Yeah. It was Saturday. All of a sudden, it was Sunday. I mean, or Saturday, whatever. You start on Friday. Super yeah. done. So let's talk about uh, Matt. Uh, well, what do you want to talk about, Matt? I want to <laughs> talk about the super intense robbery sequence. Oh, robbery. So with, with Sally and Bobby and Gene. <sighs> Sally, who's been stepping up. For you know, absent daddy Don and uh, you know mom and mom and stepdad are off running for mm-hmm. office. It is traumatic the day you find out you're a Negro. It is a difficult day <laughs> for any white kid in New York, I would imagine. Flippo, yeah. you you don't even know the half of it. No, no. Um, but like every every plot, I felt like had you know scenes of extreme tension. Uh, this one, I was just like horrified the whole it was, time. Yeah. It was I'm long. Like, the three of when, you were like, "What's happening? When will? What is happening?" Like because well, I, for a minute, I wondered if she was something, someone from Don's past. Right. I mean, there was that kind of thing. Her hair was on. too tall. Her hair didn't yeah. seem right. She right. Looked, no, but I mean, crazy. from his childhood, you know, but, the whole house. But we, but we, we were looking at the childhood in the whore house. There's all was white not, women that's there. What I'm, I'm saying it kind yeah. of didn't make yeah. sense. But um, for a moment, you thought, wait a minute. Yeah. No. Well, it, it could have been a dream because we've yeah. seen so many things in this episode that are left ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, when she starts moving towards Sally. There's just a menace there. The menace yeah. of the unknown. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? The, these scary. kids have no defense. Yeah. And, you know, this could have turned ugly at any point. Sure. Yeah. Like, we we don't know who this who this woman is from Adam. Do you know so what I mean? And I mean, well, Don, I, I, over an incident like this, some, a father would can totally lose any I, I think visiting he, I, rights. I think he just did. Sure. Well, That's the vibe I got there at the well, end. Yeah. Did they, did I they then? So. Yeah. I think so. That would mean, I mean, Betty I know, was there. I, Betty was angry, but well, I'm just wondering, you know, whether... I mean, Betty, Betty basically cursed wow. the entire island of Manhattan in, in the process. She yeah. did, yes. Yeah. Like, and, and the cops were like, oh, it could have happened cast- to anybody. But that's no. what I'm saying. No. Ha- You're on the some cops were like, Did you know that Henry is running for office? office? Yeah. Speaking of, real quick, Betty that's dropped the, the weight. She did. Hey, she dropped the weight. We got hot Betty back. Yeah. Thank, thank you. <laughs> Intense, cold, power she hair. Really Betty. nice though. She was hot yeah. anyway. She was Come hot on. anyway. Don't Joe. say things like that. Joe. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Really I have an opinion. I'm clearly the only one who thinks Betty's hotter, can skinnier. I, can I, I so, apologize, universe? <laughs> can I talk about a robbery? In I wish progress? you would. Yeah. I'm trying. All right. Um, it, we had that that moment when you know uh, Sally picks up the phone. She starts calling the police, and Grandma Ida takes it, and. Uh, and she says, oh, no, they were playing a prank. And she puts down the phone, and her face changes. And I'm like, oh, God, is is Don about to lose all of his kids? Are we going to cut away and come mm. back, and his kids are just dead? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought, I never got the sense of, it was, first of all, it's just so extremely well-acted, well-directed scene. I think the whoever yes. actress who played the grandma was fantastic. Mm. And I think that that scene was just, it was just enough menace and just enough balance of like, is she, what the... Yeah, uh, it, it wasn't out of the question. Yeah. Because, you know, she knew enough, but at the same time, you know, when you're a kid, you know, your parents train you just enough mm. how to handle strangers. Right. When someone calls, I remember that my mom came to me and she changed her mind about something. It had always been, you know, uh, my my mom isn't home right now. Can I take a message to, oh, she's busy right now. Can yeah. I take a message? Right. Yeah. There was a difference. I also love the way it was sort of shot and viewed from sort of Sally's perspective. Yes. So we're, so we're, we as the audience are looking at her and looking at this woman like, well, so we're, we're, it's putting us in the Sally position like, well, okay. But I mean, we all knew, I think we all, I knew instantly that this yes. was bad, but it was a question of how bad it was it going to get. And was it real or not? Yeah. But it's interesting, this woman, obviously she didn't know anything about Don Draper, but it's interesting that um, 
I mean, she came in, obviously must have seen her name somewhere because she said your father's Don yeah. Draper. But even the fact that she was bold enough to say, I'm your grandmother. But in fact, she could get away with saying that because Sally, as Sally says, she doesn't know anything about her father. But she didn't know that, this woman. No. But it was interesting that she could play on that vulnerability well, when she really had no idea of the history. Well, there's, yeah. a, there's yeah. a con. There's a, obviously, she's done this to mm. many people in the building. There's a con woman element there. Mm. You know, she's, she has that sort of elderly, you know, African-American woman where she come, comes in like, I know, child, I know. Mm-hmm. Don't you remember me from way back? And you might, it could be anybody. It Let could me be like, make you some eggs. Yeah. Child. I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay, well, make me some eggs. Who do, how do I know you again? Like, mm. that's, you know, I think there was, like she said, she's done it to adults and children. So it wasn't necessarily, she was just sort of a good a good grift, if you will. And she was very, very smooth. Very yeah, smooth. Very, very smooth grift. Yeah, yeah like, but I mean, if you knew your grandparents, really she would have. <laughs> TV. But she's taking a punt that Sally didn't know who, I mean, I've met all my grandparents. I think right. I know what they looked like. I yeah. mean, she was taking a punt that uh, she's saying, "I'm your grandmother." Well, I think, I think I think it was I think it wasn't literal. I think she's doing the. I mean, she's oh. doing some of the the, the black African American like oh. child. Like, you know, it's me. I'm Granny. It's Granny oh, Braswell. Okay. Yeah, you oh. know me. I'm Granny. Oh. They call okay. it sort not was a literal thing. Okay. Yeah. Because right. obviously, literally. And that was kind of the, that was kind of the joke for Bobby. I mean, yeah. that was like, are we Negroes? Like, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. It's so always like, no, no, no. She's just. I mean, it's she's just know. Grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that to me was the level of menace there. Of like, she's going out on a limb with this thing that's. Not really plausible. And then, as soon as Sally, you know, Sally played it kind of close to the vest of, I'm not going to say, you're wrong, get out of my house, because that would have, could have led to violence. She was like, okay. And she kind of felt it out, but didn't tell. Didn't tell her where the watches were, mm-hmm. and then Bobby just comes yeah. out and says, "Oh, he has four watches. That's this is where they are." Yeah. Zoom off to yeah. the watches. Like, I'm knowing when I see him. It's like, what yeah. are you looking for? Don, Don can afford the new watches, man. Get sure. get to the watches. Get out the door. Yeah. Well, and shout out to uh, you know Sally Draper. She was she yeah. really well, handled herself quite she well. Handled it yeah. Very well. She's very, very smart. smart. Like, very like is very much a, a Betty Draper. The Betty Draper skepticism was coming out of Sally. That I moment. loved. There was a <laughs> huge a change. Yeah. Very That's much. Totally true. Change in, in Sally. When she's dealing with Bobby and Jean towards the beginning of the episode, you know this this babysitting. She there was a lot of Betty in how she handled those kids. Right. Well, she's been forced to become a lad old, hasn't she? She yeah. has. really has. And there's, and there's, there's a I, the takeaway from that I got from that whole thing, scene in terms of Sally Draper is Sally's going to be just fine. I feel like Sally's going to be able yeah. to take care of herself mm. in any situation. She's got just enough Don, just enough Betty to be able to handle herself. And this is how she's doing it at what thirteen, twelve? What is she? 14. 14. 14. 14. Yeah. Oh, 14. Yeah. You're supposed to be yeah. babysitting at that point. Yeah, well, of course. But she's she yeah. that's, she handled herself well in that situation, calling the police in the whole nine yards. So. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to touch on I, the robbery? I, I and, and Don came out at the end. He said it was his fault, and he yeah. left that door open because he's been obsessing over Sylvia. Well, he's yeah. been backdooring it. Yeah, but that, that which, which, I, which I want to talk about that because that's not Don Draper. Don Draper's not one to sort of say this was my fault. He's not one for he, sentimentality. He, sentimentality, Mia Copas. He's not. You know, yeah, uh, but that's that's all for that topic, I think. All right. Well, well, and uh, what, what about you, Catherine? What, what, Catherine, what are you talking about? Well, I guess the flashbacks were so fascinating to me. The fact that, um, I mean, you know, Don's been involved with so many different women, but there's sometimes people out there that have this incredible emotional trigger click, mm-hmm. and obviously she is this woman that has really 
clicked on his past and his, you know, that's what we saw tonight, that this this relationship with Sylvia is far more than any other woman he's been with in the sense that she really pushes buttons to his whole past. And that's what we saw, this whole flashback scene of, like, I, I presume his first sexual encounter. Is sure. that what you yeah. gathered? Yeah, well, she said it. Yeah, She yeah. took his sherry, was her quote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and she I mean... molested him. Basically, yeah. yeah. Well, and not I mean, basically, <laughs> definitely. Molested, and then, you know, he Take has this violence job. afterwards, like, you know, you did the wrong thing. I mean, what? how does that warp your whole relationship with women and sexuality? I mean, yeah. it's just, well, yeah. The, wow. only, the only woman that showed him any, any mm. kind of tenderness was the prostitute. So yeah. you've got that combination of, like, the only the only maternal thing he had, at least in these flashbacks, mm. yeah. the, maternal, the, the maternal came from the prostitute. And then yes. that same maternal... That, that same maternal figure turned around and and and, and popped his cherry for him, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then then you had to go back to that that soup uh, that soup uh, oatmeal campaign. Yeah. You know what he needs, yeah. and she knew what he needed, yeah. and I mean that that whole thing. I mean you got layers of uh, of of how does this man view women at this point? I mean you've got this combination of mother and whore mm. at, together. Yeah, that's me, sorry. But for me, it comes down to three things that we saw in this episode. So we have. Uh, his actual mother, the establishment, family, the the person that he's actually tied to, failing in that regard, isolating him when she thought he had the consumption. Yeah. You know, one woman. Uh, yeah, was that his mom? That was his mom. Okay, his mom moved in and kind of became the mother hen of this uh, of this of this yeah. whorehouse. Yeah. And and a- Amy makes a point to say your mother doesn't know anything about about health. Uh, so this one woman takes him in, keeps him in her room secretly, and nurses him back to health. And is his one ally, one positive source of feedback in this entire living environment. And then she turns around and kind of betrays his trust. by uh, He says he does not want to have sex with her. She does it anyway. Mm. So now you've got this complex thing where... He doesn't entirely trust the women that he sleeps with, but it's the only source of comfort that he can find. And family is just a source of dread for him because it, it was never fulfilling in the first place. Let, let me let me ask a question here. Um, uh, what is what? I, I I don't remember if that's his mother or not. That's what I'm having t- a tough time remembering. But um, she said it was his mother. This is his mother. Yeah? yeah. Okay. So would she tease off on him though when when uh, when when the when the, the, the prostitute's getting kicked out uh, and she said, "Pop this cherry, owe me five bucks." Yeah. Uh, figure we're even, and she beats the hell out of him with that yeah. spoon, right? Yeah. She, you're disgusting. You're yep. horrible, That's disgraceful. Right. So, so then you layer on sex equals shame on some level. Yeah. That's what and I'm... and so you you've got this combination mother whore you've got this 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 reaction to that being disgusting horrible disgraceful so you now you you're equating moms and prostitutes together and the sex with the with, and with, his mom was a prostitute it's yeah. bananas this yeah. man is so it, so screwed up yeah. Catherine touched on it off off air I mean, it's very yeah. Freudian it's a very sort of very Freudian very literal Freudian situation here happening I I was a little skeptical. With the, with the flashbacks of this season, because I felt like we had enough of Dick Whitman flashbacks. I feel like I got to know, you know, Don, I know what Dick Whitman, I feel like I got, I had enough Dick Whitman over the last six seasons, but I, you know, so I was a little, you know, not more the the whorehouse and the this, but uh, very, I, I, I got to do a 180 on it. There's a lot to learn um, in this episode, more, more insight, further insight into why Don is Don. Very, but, very I, potent. However, uh, which is what I, which is when we get into what I want to talk about. Sure. That does not excuse Don. Like this, all, all of this getting uh, this sort of like 
Well, now we know why Don's so effed up. This is why he does thing he thinks he does. Doesn't excuse. Doesn't mean he's the this great guy who we all want him to be and, and think he is. I just I want to go out and let him say I touched on it a couple episodes ago. You know, Don's an asshole. Don Don is not. You know, we're all, I mean, including me included, like whatever Don does, like Don, get him done, whatever it is. But Don is not a good guy. And it's, it reminds me of, you know, um, something you know, that, that David Chase, you know, because, uh, you know, Matthew Weiner is a d- disciple of Chase, you know, and this is something that, um, again, one of my colleagues, Andy Greenwald, did, this is a direct lift from what something he talked about, which is so true. But so you know, Chase was really sort of frustrated by the end of Sopranos by like how, much of an asshole he made Tony Soprano and how, how how much he made, how bad he made Tony Soprano and how the worse that he made Tony, the more people rooted for him. He was By the end, he was like, what do I, what do I, have, to, what do I have, to have this guy do? And so, I think there's a bit of that with Weiner as well. I think Weiner's doing that with, you know, with, with Don. And I think that it's obvious it's known that Weiner's very obsessed with the notion of how much can a, you know, how much can a guy that looks like an astronaut how much can this guy get away with? You know, how much can this guy get away with? I mean, you know, Pete is doing a lot of the same stuff we talked about this before. Pete's doing a lot of the same stuff, but because he's Pete, it's like, ah, oh, this guy's a punk, you know. Pete looks like a crap weasel. We all we all hate but Pete. Don, but Don does the same stuff. Looks like, like an astronaut. Don. That's Don being Don, but son. Not, but not anymore. <laughs> well, no, but not anymore. But, I, but, I, but I'm wondering, because people are still, you know, and, you know, people are still loving and, and, and rooting for Don. I think that this episode sort of was the complete breakdown. I, I love the fact that Everything, it all seemed to come to a head here. And I, we'll see how this all plays out. But it all seemed to come to a head with this in, this injection of this amphetamine. Because, like I said, you had Super Don. All the stuff, you had all the things you love about Don. When he was doing them on drugs and in this heightened mode, they were really, really pathetic. Even him hitting on the girl and the secretary, do I know you from somewhere? And to his, his motivational speech, which was just like, felt a little hollow. So empty. Yeah, and then like, all of his creative work is buzzing around. Like, it just He's all come felt... up with the answer, like the, that big speech where it's obvious, oh God, he's about to tell was, Sivia. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying that Don isn't still Don, but um, the, the, the notion of like, this guy, this mysterious guy, when you slow it all down, hmm. when you take a slow drag of a cigarette, and he slowed, he's cool Don, like, like he's the coolest guy in the world, but he was very exposed in the middle of this breakdown he, as a guy. But I'm just, just going to say that kind of mirrors. made for me him in, in some ways. Uh, more, I know you can't stand uh, no. on, Here but uh, woman's point of view. Um, that the fact, especially that he was so vulnerable in this state, and that he was prepared to really sort of almost go begging to Sylvia to have her, to you know, I mean, yeah. That to me was like uh, my heart went out to him for that, and I know you're saying he's, uh, he's a jerk, but I actually do. saw that this real emotion there, and that you know, which by the end of the show he gets control back. But the fact that he was really so obsessed and in love with this Sylvia that he was prepared to compl- bear like, everything, ruin his career, everything ruin her for her marriage. Yeah, everything. But that, but that had nothing yeah. to do with Sylvia. This nothing. Is, this no. this yeah. is the thing. Like, this, this was yeah. about him, exactly. not her. I mean, I know all the women are like, oh, yeah. he's so... He no. Just, he's, just in, he's just in love. It's like, what? look what he yeah. put her through to, last yeah. episode. That's it. This yeah. is about him. This it's not exactly. about her. Nothing to do with Sylvia. Nothing it's at all. all about- and, and let's examine Sylvia for a moment. Has she done anything particularly phenomenally exciting? 
Has she does she engage in the most amazing conversations? Has she said the most amazing things? No. Has she dropped incredible insight bombs into his brain? No. She's been a girlfriend on the side. I'm just saying it's a huge emotional trigger for him. No, hundred percent. But it's not about her. Let me let me add one more thing. But I'm just saying that this woman has hit on a button that other women haven't. Sure. For the Don character. But I think that's time in his life. If you want my two cents about it, he said something in there that I thought was really interesting when he's on his when he's when he's tripping his ass off uh, when, he, when he's speeding like a maniac mm. he says something uh, to uh, was it was it Cosgrove when he's talking about I have to be there you have to get me in the room yep. yeah, it's yep. the timber of my yeah, voice exactly I, I have to be able to, to move I have to be able to say this to them I have to be able to convince them because he's he's he can make himself I don't ever spoke to you did you a, a little bit <laughs> Just a little bit, no, but I mean that's that's for real though. I mean, like he 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 recognizes right. that he can create himself to be what they need. Right, yeah. he can make I can make me be what they need. But to me, in that moment, the the the, the tripping balls exposed. Don, I mean, the tripping balls Don was exposed. I mean, he was like I, I didn't. You know that that you see the creation of this Don Draper that Dick Whitman has created. You see it sort of crumbling right before our eyes until literally it collapsed in front of us on the floor. Yeah. And I can only hope that out of the ashes of that mess will maybe will come some fusion of the Dick Whitman and Don Draper. Maybe he will get his shit together because he did make the phone call to Sally, and it was he did have the yeah. moment of like contrition of like you know what. I left the door open. It's my fault. Mm. He, he didn't drop an "I love you," but you know, yeah. close. To, you know, he got. You know, so that was that was something. He did get in the elevator with Sylvia and did not lose nothing, his shit. Nothing. He and he did control yeah. exactly. And he yeah. did go to Chaw. There and tell are, Chaw he's the guy. There are layers to that line, though. To I left the door open. It was my fault. And I think that also could refer to his relationship with Sylvia. Namely, I left the door open to my vulnerable self. Yes. It won't happen and again. again. That's right. why he Maybe. just went bang. I'm yeah. not doing it. I, yeah. I do want to take a moment to make sure that we, we're, we're clear. Um, Abigail's his stepmom. Abigail is 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 uh, is, is uh, Dick Whitman's stepmother. Mm, his yeah. mother died giving birth to him. I just yeah, want to make sure we're, we're clear about you're that, right. so that yes. we don't have any any problems later no, on. We are clear. You're right. Uh, a- Abigail was his stepmom, and so it, and and uh, and at that point, uh, these flashbacks, his dad was already dead. So Abigail was essentially taking care right. of him and his and his half brother. So um, and to that point, one last thing about everyone just rooting for Don so much is that, and you've been at Smirky Face. Don was molested. Like it was, yeah. he was he was molested yeah. by this older woman. I know, Joe. You're like molested. Uh, she was hot. I know. I, I know. But but if that were if that were a young a young if Don were a Don were Donna and that dude were Rooster, yeah. we'd all be like, what the f? You know. Yeah. But because it's Don, we're like, oh Don, so, Don did it again. No, that's molested. Not, exactly. Oh, Don did it for the first not, time. Not well. to mention, you know, that you know, we've got we've got bad parent such bad parenting in this show, sure. and I mean that's also what we saw in that flashback. I mean, the, anyway. he's got no role I, models for parenting. This. This I've man. had it. I, 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 hope, I hope Don rises from the ashes. I'm, I'm yeah. sick of guys like you, Flippo, rooting for Don. Don. Yeah. Uh, why? why uh, I don't know. I did that. So we're gonna. We're gonna we have no. We have no Benson watch. No. 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 Well, but we. Yeah. Benson watch is just. He's out there lurking in the shadows. Let's move waiting on. Waiting for dun, him. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. He wisely avoided. Would you like the, a uh, croissant? Yes. <laughs> but we do have uh, Phil's here to, to give us uh, our, our special announcement as well as some Mike August catches. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Phil's VTech. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go ahead and start with uh, 
the Madman Catch of the Week for Mike August. Uh, the episode last week called Man with a Plan revealed a skill that Bob Benson is good at lying Benson. and manipulating his way to getting what he wants. Boom. As ah. in falsely telling the nurse that Jones swallowed furniture polish to get her into the doctor's office faster. That's a good point, Mike August. Our host, Matt, has Uh-oh. been warning us since the season premiere that Bob was a weasel to watch out for and Joan made a terrible error in saving Bob from the firing squad. Oh, wow. It's going to come back to bite everyone. Uh It it certainly is. Mike August agrees. Okay. Uh, Frank Gleason, while talking to Ted in the hospital, said, give Don the early rounds. To take the boxing reference further, Don is the heavyweight champ, but Ted has the better cut man in his corner to heal the wounds inflicted upon by Don. Mm. That cut man, or cut woman in this case, being Peggy. Also, as fighters do, they attacked each other's weaknesses in this episode, Ted's weakness being his inability to handle alcohol and Don's being his fear of flying on small planes. Peggy scolded Don for getting Ted drunk, and she very well may find a way to use Don's weakness of womanizing against him to benefit Ted. And Peggy mentioning Napoleon III during the margarine meeting was interesting because Napoleon was also a womanizer like Don, and it distracted him during the reign in France. Hmm. Mike August, that's a good one. I love that Super one too. Fan. I know. Super fan Mike August. Uh, the art of the author of The Art of War was also quoted by Gleason uh, when he mused, If I wait patiently by the river, the body of my enemy will float by. Perhaps this means that Don will destroy himself and is already hap- and as is already happening with Pete. Um, also the author of that book said all warf- all warfare is based on deception, and isn't that pretty much what advertising really is? Hmm. Mm-hmm. The art of war. Mm. A lot to chew on. Two more. Uh, Whoa! Interesting that the uh, that the companies are working on uh, this this uh, brand of margarine because uh, later in real life uh, the FTC filed against um, false advertisement for this, primarily that it claimed uh, that it prevented heart disease um, as opposed to butter. Uh, the ad featured a child blowing out candles on his birthday cake with the caption, Is there is there a heart attack in his future? Several other margarine <laughs> brands were not uh, reprimanded for making the same health claim. Mm. So, and uh, today that brand doesn't do much advertising, not even social media. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, lastly, Bert Peterson said to Don, Looks like the worm has turned. That, that may have been used as subtext to mean Peggy, in that the meek will fight if stepped on. And also, yeah, it's P.S. The new studio looks great. <laughs> Cityscape, baby. Cityscape. So, Mike August, I you know, I really like these catches. I, I, Those are great. I like them in particular because of what they mean for the show and what they mean for Don, you know, and, and where it's taking us. And uh, speaking of the big announcement where we're taking Mad Men, for the finale, June 23rd, we are going to the John Lovitz Comedy Club at Universal City Walk for a live viewing finale and cast Q&A to follow. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Hey. Good stuff. All right. Right now we have about six people from the show booked. I won't say who because we all know how that goes. Mm-hmm. But I will say we have, as of now, the big man. And you can interpret that how you will. <laughs> uh, and by that, you mean Bob Benson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bob Benson. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's going to be there. He's going to weasel his way in. Yeah, exactly. He'll Even if he's not invited, right. he'll find a way on stage. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you have a ticket, sir? Sir, do you have a <laughs> Anyway, uh, check that out. Uh, there's uh, If you go to johnlovettscomedyclub.com, you can purchase tickets. Uh, if you're not in the L.A. area, fly out. It's worth it. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. So. Plenty of accommodation nearby. So all, you know, all, all of us, uh, at least six, maybe more of the cast, all yeah. together, uh, watching the finale together, and then we'll do a Q&A with everyone. So it'll be, it'll be very exciting. That's phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, that There's is nothing amazing. Yes. I mean, it's, it's going to be tons of fun. It really is. If you're a Mad Men fan, this is, this is your deal. This yes. is Mad Mentopia. I mean, not only do you get to see us in person. Topia. Aren't they lucky? Yeah, not only do you get to meet the four of us. Mad Men Well, that's enough. Which is exciting enough. Catherine Tulich in the flesh. In the flesh. Yeah, it's so exciting. There'll be some Mad Men people there, too, as well. So great. That's it. Matthew Weiner going to be there? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. We're teasing my man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Joe. I apologize. What side of the microphone are you on? I, I feel terrible. I just <laughs> yeah. got excited. Did you wake all up on I the wrong side of the microphone today, Flippo? <laughs> Again, all I'll say I, is the big man himself is coming. <laughs> Interpret that as you may. Yes. Okay. I'm just, I, I got excited. I know how I'm interpreting it. That I'm going to be there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I will. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. So, um, so yeah, that's and we're 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 close to the end here. But I wanted to, I did want to mention. Uh, there's a small catch that I did catch here. That's a pre Mike August catches in that conversation with Peggy and Stan. When Peggy's telling Stan, you know, you can't. You, she's something effective. You know, you can't go through life like this. You can't use alcohol and sex to adult. Sometimes it's good to just feel stuff. Like that's the speech she's been wanting to give to Don. Like, yeah, that's, that's like she's saying those words to Don, and and she's a person probably at this point the only person who can give him that speech. But yeah. well, she said drugs and sex, but it is very much the same sentiment. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so that and that's all I have. And, and the, oh, and the last thing I added that, that I thought was funny is uh, we didn't mention is <laughs> Sterling, the doctor who's so concerned about uh, right heart. So he's like, I'm I got a heart. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Come on that's in. Great. Yeah. <laughs> got you. The, doc, the doctor is right. in. Yeah. I love that. Everybody's going with it, too. Yeah. I got a heart condition. Let's, yeah. uh, let's jump yeah, to predictions here. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Joe Salvatore Sanfilippo. Uh, I predict that Don is going to have a brief respite from his ridiculousness. But it will be brief. Um, I, I, do, I do think that as, as Megan goes up, Don is going to uh, have the perception that he's supposed to come down. I don't. I think that his uh, that, that the, the, the more established Megan gets, the worse off Don is going to be. Um, I think he's going to have a brief bounce back from this. He's going he's to clean himself up for a heartbeat. But I don't think it's going to be lasting. I think that his marriage to Megan, because of who he is, is going to be ultimately destructive for him. Through no fault of her own, and it's not her fault. It's going to be who he is, um, because she's you know she's going to do some interesting things, and I think that's going to be an instant threat to him. So, um, so I, that's what I predict. I predict a, a little bounce from this into some goodness, and then followed by a uh, a deeper a deeper spiral. All right. Wow. Um, well, I'm kind of interested in where Peggy's going at the moment. Do you think that a yeah. relationship might develop? With the, we had a little hint tonight of because uh, they've been getting on so well. Her and Ted. Yeah. No, no, no. I would stand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she rejected his advances. We didn't talk about that, but she rejected his advances. But uh, they do get on so well. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. There's a few options out there for Peggy. Yeah. Um, I I think season six, the big headline is the fall of Don. He will never be higher than where he was years ago. And I think if you look at the arc of the series so far, if season seven winds up being the final season. You know, he's come he, he, all the way up to season four. He's coming closer and closer and closer to being an authentic person. And then he ran away, married Megan, and we're just going to see that decision continue to strangle whatever chance he had of being happy out of him. 
Um, I'm interested in this whole. I'm, I'm interested in Don too. Like, I want to root for Don. Don't get me wrong. I want to root for Don, but for the right reasons. Uh, I love Don. I want to root for him. I still want him to be an asshole the whole time. Mm. But uh, I do think he'll rise. You know, rise from the ashes like a phoenix. But I, I, I wonder if uh, if he can have. I'm not sure the two. Can, I wonder if the creative Don means his personal life will be shit. I wonder if he gets his personal life together. Will the creative Don suffer? So I don't know that there'll ever be complete happiness with with Don as we know him. So uh, I'm looking for him to rise from the ashes. But I do wonder what this means for John sure. as we know him. Sure. That's all I got. Joe Flippo, where can we find you, sir? Uh, you can find me on the Twitters at Joe Flippo, and you can find me here at After Buzz. I do Bates Motel with Mr. Braswell, and we also do uh, Hannibal. And uh, you can find me on various voiceovers floating all over the universe. And uh, that's about it. Catherine, where can we find you? Uh, we can find me, uh, well, Twitter and Instagram at Catherine Tulich, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-T-U-L-I-C-H, and various media outlets out there like the LA Times, etc. Yeah, like the LA Times. Little, little, little thing little, like little the tiny, LA Times. LA Times. Yeah. Little, little Matt publication. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. I am also on AfterBuzz TV on Defiance and Doctor Who, which is wrapping up its run this week. Uh, and you can find sketch comedy at VLYTV.com. And I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me at on Twitter at Joe K. Braswell. Find me uh, season finale at Bates Motel coming up. You can also find me doing uh, Hannibal with Joe, both of Joe Sanfilippo. And on Grantland.com where I can steal more of Andy Greenwald's takes. And uh, Extra with Maria Marinudos. That's all I got. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for rating us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.